Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled A Time to Harvest. It was written by Brian Sammons, Charles P. Zaglanis, Glenn Owen Barras, and Mike Mason, and it's available on the Chaosium website. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is Chapter 2, Episode 4. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thanks, Tom. Um, brief little recap in that only, you know, we're back at the campus again. The students have, the players, you guys, have realized there's still something fishy going on, but you haven't quite been able to put all the puzzle pieces together just yet. Um, which is fine. You know, it's not, you, you haven't gotten all the puzzle pieces. So there's a certain amount of confusion and trying to figure it all out and what do we do next? So I just want to, that's all normal. So don't, don't get too frustrated. Um, we pretty much last episode, we focused mostly the other students. They were splitting up at the fountain and you guys focused on the group of students that went into the library. Um, uh, the last sort of cliffhanger scene was when you discovered Rod in the basement who was going through the old newspapers and he found an old newspaper clipping. Um, and then we pretty much ended it there. So I know after we ended it, we actually talked about some ideas. You guys threw out some ideas and stuff. I don't know if you want to revisit that or just move on. It's, you know, you guys tell me what you want to do. Well, we're, uh, it was Jerry that was there. Yes. Who found yes. the newspaper. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly, that's right where you ended it. When, with yep. the newspaper. So he hasn't told us about it yet. Right. right. Well, then we better uh, do that. Um, did we literally end at that moment? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, uh, and I forget where and, we all are. Are we all there? Well, I try and follow Rod out. Uh, well, if you remember, um, so you, you followed him, or you were like five or ten minutes late getting from the yeah. time that the library opened. And that was, that was my insertion of, you know, I, I forced that on you. Um, so what happened was you arrived in the basement just as you heard Rod kind of scream out and slam his fist down on the table. And he got up and he walked past you and basically like, you know, bumped into your shoulder as if you weren't even there. He was just furiously mad. So he like stampeded out of the room already. And then you then found the newspaper, right. you read it. So there's a little bit of a time delay, you know. Oh, yeah, I wasn't sure if uh, I was stopping to read it in character or if I was reading it because no. the, read it. we wanted, all wanted to hear it. So in any case, if Jerry is so distracted by the article that Rod is long gone, uh, he does wouldn't bother to rush out after him. Right. Uh, if I found it pretty quickly, I might head back, go back out and see, is Rod still around? So mm -hmm. did I stop and read it in character or did I just register what it was and then react? Yeah, I, I assumed that you were reading it in character. Okay, so then in that case, uh, I had already given up on catching up with Rod. Okay. And uh, uh, if there's nothing else of interest down there, no other uh, news that seems related to it, um, then I go 
see whether or not any of the other students are in the basement. If they're not, I uh, wander around the library and I try and see if I overhear anyone else reacting to something they find or see if they found something of interest. And if I have to explain myself, uh, it's because I'm looking for Rod and he's not there. Mm -hmm. And where are we? Are we in the library also? Yeah, if, if my memory is correct, I think you pretty much as a group, you went there. It's just that Jerry had this sort of mission to intercept Todd, um, uh, Rod, I mean. Um, That's right. We walked around and looked to see what the other people were reading. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it would be easy for Jerry to come and find us all if he's wanting to relay all of that. Yeah. Uh, if I run into the other guys, I probably uh, ask if they want to go get something to eat. I mean, it, or if I run into others in our party, I ask if they want to go get something to eat. Okay. Yeah. Um, so just so would it be safe to assume that you're going to share the information with them at, at some point? Uh, yes, uh, at a point in which we are alone. So I say, do we want to get something to eat? Uh, but... If I think okay. we're not being overheard on the way, I ask them if they actually want to go somewhere private. Otherwise, I ask later. I don't discuss it unless we're in a private room. Okay, gotcha. Um, so then the three of you, then Tug, Danny, and Jasper, was there anything in particular you still wanted to look into while you were at the library, or do you want to move on? Well, we're kind of perplexed why they were reading such odd pieces of literature, but mm. uh, other than that, Maybe you said that the whole front end of the library is like it's it's open up to the like a balcony. So mm -hmm. later we see do we see just by chance Rod leave the building? Um, yeah, I don't see why not. Maybe even well, he was in the basement, so probably might not hurt. If you do a listen roll, if you get an extreme, you can you would have heard some sort of commotion. Okay. I'm just thinking that we'd see him maybe just walk out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't see any issue with that. Um, so at that point, we're kind of looking down, and then we'd see Jerry come up. Mm -hmm. um, wonder what happened. So I'm going to head down to where Jerry is. Okay. Well, if uh, we're assuming that I'm heading back up at the time he's uh, heading down. So Tug, I think I need some breakfast. You uh, want to go get something to eat? Sure. I'm always up for eating. <laughs> I figured. Where's Jasper and uh, Danny? Danny, hanging I was on the top floor, I think. Yeah, Danny, Danny was one up, I think. So he's hanging over the banister saying, did somebody say breakfast? Yeah, let's go. Jasper! <laughs> in, a li in a library. Shh. Oh, I forgot. I'm going to come stumbling down the stairs. <laughs> Let's go get something to eat. I think Jerry's got something for us. Okay. Uh, we'll just fast forward then. Do you want to go to the cafeteria or do you want to go to like a small cafe shop off campus or... Is Julie's in this story or something? Well, that let's, uh, <laughs> let's go to the cafe. I think I've uh, yeah had enough of the... Uh, campus cafeteria already oh. and the semester hasn't even started yet there right. is the garden cafe which is basically right across the street 
Okay, let's eat there. Drink there. So, Sherry, what'd you come up with? Well, it's uh, more like what Rod came up with. I uh, pull out and show you the article. The Clark family, huh? I... Now, do we know anybody named Clark in town? Um, I don't I think so. I don't remember the name. It's a pretty common name. Yeah. He, uh... So he, was quite, he was quite distressed. But that's weird, because it says 1921. Well, perhaps he was distressed that uh, one of them survived. Still, 1921. You'd think they would know already, unless, of course, they uh, only just arrived again from wherever they're from. What if... What if this Keith Clark, this one who disappeared... Well, first of all, I wonder if he ever got found. And this is nine years ago. You well, know, that's the first thing I wondered. We'll have to do some looking around, see if we can find anything. But if he didn't, maybe Rod knows him. Or maybe he knows a guy that turns out to be that guy. Well, if Rod is Rod, perhaps... But... Rod uh, only uh, Rod had never been there before, so if he was known to others from here, it would have been other students. Unless uh, Rod never had a, would have had a chance to meet someone without our knowing about it, would he? I don't know, but no. like, these people were in Vermont. So, do you think these are Clark's Corners people that died? Does it say Clark's Corner? It doesn't say that in the article, does it? Yes, it does. Oh, it does. Uh, that, that, Cobb, and that was how Carbs Corner. Cobb's Corner. Cobb's corner. That, that was how I took it. And that, that is what he was researching. Somebody died nine years ago in Cobb's Corner, and Rod's upset about it today. No, I think he's uh, upset about uh, one of them not dying. Well, whatever. Well, that is an important distinction. But we don't know which way it is. There's nothing to indicate which way it is. He didn't say anything, did he? He didn't say, damn, he's still alive. He didn't say, damn, they got killed. I think if someone was distressed at uh, someone's death, perhaps the reaction would be uh, less anger and haste. Yeah, but nine years ago, who knows how long they're able to remain here and under what conditions? If it's a survivor, then if they're annoyed that there's a survivor from nine years back, then that means that there's still a family member alive, possibly at Cobb's Corner or somewhere else that's got information or understands what the situation was in 21. We should try to find him. Of course, you'd think that the uh, police would already have been doing that. Uh, well, they probably uh, gave up after a while, or no one in Cobb's Corners really wants to know. If, if Keith Clark murdered his family, I don't think Keith Clark is advertising the fact that his name is Keith Clark anymore. 
or if he's believed to have murdered his family. Either way, you're right, he's not Keith Clark nine years so, later. So how would we find out who he is or where he is? Would we need to go back to Cobb's Corner or something else? Or what if they were if they were murdered and he was taken? Maybe I wonder. So why why is um why is he so angry about this? So what, you know oh, yeah, that, that well, I, I, I was assuming that he'd be angry because there'd be a survivor who could describe what happened. But what if there are what if there are different factions of them? Maybe. Well, I, once again, I mean, it's like, why would he be mad at something that happened nine years ago? He was a kid. You, it's s- not like- talk, you, you, you still seem to be under the impression that that's rot. And uh, it's well, you know becoming what? increasingly until, clear. I think he sprouts little antennas on his head. He is rod. Yeah. Uh, you said he had a German that accent. Is a dangerous, that is a dangerous assumption. How do we know that you're you? Wait. And I look closely at the top of your head. If there's any. I, I, it's just like. Talking those dolphins. We already. That's right. We already agreed. All right. You guys um, are the smart ones. We already agreed on uh, recognition with reference to the uh, sea creature that uh, Jasper just mentioned. Wait, maybe I'm the smart one and you guys are just smarter because you're all aliens. What, what if what if the others just what if they're just researching what happened when we were all at Cobb's Corner? Well, that's what I originally they're, assumed. And they're but, not telling us because but we, they, with completely with completely different subject areas, with different accents, and in the case of Clarissa with pants? I don't think so. Yeah, when you when you put it like that. Yeah, I think probably. Jerry mentioned uh, factions, and it strikes me that um, all these guys at the library are doing what normal students do, I guess, going to the library. And they right. seem to not want to spend any time with us, right? So whether whether it's because we're getting blamed for everything that went on, but remember, there's the other guys that are going to the is it science department up the other end. That's all right. So maybe the guys in the library are okay, but maybe the ones that are going to the science ones are crazy. I didn't mean factions among the ones here. No, but I it just, I, no, I know that, but it struck a, something that Danny's been thinking about, I've been thinking about. Guys, who uh, the code? Uh, you mean like uh, the dolphins? A different code? We no, should change it every day. Actually, you, you're right, Tug. We should change it every day. How would we know if one no, of us no, no, is placed uh, no, 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 otherwise? No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. I'm like, I'm like you, you and me, and, and you two, we're, we're kind of forming a little club here, aren't we? I mean, we didn't really hang out with one another all the time before. Now we're, every day we're together. I think we should be called something like uh, Veritas, like... Isn't that Latin for truth? I quite like that. And just call ourselves, you know, say, you know, meeting a Veritas. And then we all meet someplace. And nobody will know what the hell we're talking about except that we'll meet someplace. And I think that Veritas now needs to, like you say, go to the science class, the science building, and see what the science 
geeked. Well, uh, I agree on both counts, and that means that uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps uh, each time we meet, uh, change uh, change the other reference, maybe uh, something else that starts with V, but a different word each time. Easy for us to remember, hard for someone else to guess. I mean, unless they know every word that starts with V, but that would be a lot of words to go through. And uh, a single wrong answer would disqualify one from being oneself, I suppose. Now you're just being paranoid. <laughs> But yeah, we should have something else. Well, how about this, Doug? Veritas Club, and our secret code word is Mole Man. That's, I don't think we should use a code word that other that the I, others I like, talk about. Can't, can't um, we have, I, I like what you said about a code word that's, that's, that's all V's. Um, what about V very... Uh, I can't remember what it is now. Viveni Vici? No, v, um, is it Viveri Veriversum Vivus Vici? Yes, yes, that's it. Um, it was uh, supposed to be inscribed on uh, Faust's mirror, but more more recently was uh, taken as a motto by a, a quite renowned occultist who I've been reading. Oh, that, yeah, that fellow in, um, in England. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, he's... Uh, um, yeah, I read about him in the papers. They they, they called him the wickedest man in the world. I don't, I don't know. Well, I think that's a, a bit of an exaggeration if you actually uh, read his work. But you know, he uh, he is convinced that the uh, the these uh, beings from other dimensions, such as what we've encountered, are, are physical beings of of uh, perhaps refined uh, refined matter. Uh, well, I uh, shot those. I shot those ones up in the cabin, so they that's were very. Right. Well, and that's when I became convinced that there must be there must be something in something in this. These, these are not spirits or or demons of folklore. These are they're, they're, alien only, beings. There's only one problem with Jasper's idea. Uh, uh, well, you mean from uh, for a code? Yes, it's rather well, long ask, and hard a, to pronounce. Ask me what the code is. <laughs> like vino, well, vino, vino, something. How, how about today? <laughs> how about today we stick with vino? Uh, next time we'll we'll choose something else. Okay. Va 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 voom. <laughs> yeah, that could catch on. All right. Veritas <laughs> Club, call to order. Let's go to the science class. Science after we finish our eating. Are we? Are we? Verily. Like um, a tie. Or Should we all wear the same color tie? Well, I just think all, all, all decent clubs have ties, though. Should it be green? You well, can have a V on because, it. Because it's Veriday. Look, I really, uh, I really uh, like your aesthetics. You're quite getting into the spirit of this sort of thing. Uh, eventually, perhaps, uh, perhaps this will be established as some kind of fraternal order right here at Miskatonic. That would be, yeah, we, that should, would be an extraordinary be outcome. It should be green, shouldn't it? Veritas. Of course. Veritas. Verit. Verit. Yeah. Vert, whatever. So, guys, um, I'm thinking we've tried to watch these guys in the courtyard, right? Which was impossible, apart from disturbing them. We've tried to spy on them in the library with some success. So, how do we do this in the the science building? Could we just go in there and pretend like we're what? doing experiments? 
Yeah, and then they see us, and then they just everybody well, goes quiet again. Well, whomever is um, whomever is uh, acting the role of Rod did recommend that I go and join them when I first spoke to him. Yeah, maybe they want to put wires in your brain. I, that is why I chose the library, but, well, I have always wanted to see into these other realms. I suppose that's one way of doing it, but it sounds more like the realms are seeing into them. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's the way it works. I guess the first question is, is are any of you taking a science class this semester? Yeah, I've got some geology. Me too. Well, I, I hadn't we planned on it. We can share notes. I hadn't planned on it, I'm, but... Uh, I'm not doing your homework for you, Tug. Okay. So, uh, Jeff, in the science area, I am guess we've been in there, even if we've not at some point, maybe if we've not. I'm wondering, um, I'm kind of imagining maybe there's a kind of lecture theatre or something around that kind of set up with maybe tables or things down the middle down for the lecture or the demonstration or something along that line. Mm -hmm. here's, here's, here's Danny's thoughts just now. Because we've struggled, well, we've managed to overhear certain things or find things in the library, but is there somewhere that somebody could hide in the the lab or the theater, lecture theater, wherever it is, it's the main kind of building, that once we know where they're going, that we could hide in advance, like in some kind of cupboard or area? Is there a hiding place, basically? Or do we need to follow them to find out where they're going first in terms of the buildings? Are, are there enough people here that we could just hide in plain sight? You know, there's going to be other students there. Um, how, how, Jeff, how long is it till the semester starts? Two weeks. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks, maybe. Um, I'm, I'm being loose with the time, so. Okay. Closet. Um, under I'm thinking that the ideal situation is if somebody could be hiding in, you know, the lecturer's closet or something like that and be in the space where if we see them go into a certain area, then that, that would eaves, eavesdropping, you know, whoever's out of game, whoever's got the best listen role, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, here's what I'll do. Um, I'm going to say the, you know, you've got this idea um, so just to remind you, the, the group, the other group, they tend to meet at the fountain every morning, right around the same time, right around 7.50 a.m. Um, and the same, you know, they meet briefly. You can see they they chat for just a minute or two, and then they split off into two groups. The one goes to the library, and the other one goes towards the science building. So you pretty much know the time. Um, you know the people that are going to... I'll just give you that quick. Does that include Clarissa going? Yeah, uh, Rod told yeah. me to that uh, Rod actually recommended uh, that I uh, head over uh, to the science building and look for her. So Higgs, Higgs and Clarissa and Noel. Is that his name? Uh, Noakes. Yep. Noakes. Yeah. Yep. You got it. They're going to the science room. Um, so you're you're on the right track. Um, I think uh, 
What I want to do, I think maybe it might help you and might maybe make it a little bit easier. I'll show you, because like you said, some of you have had classes in this building already, so I think it's not too far of a stretch to say that you're familiar with the layout. I was guessing there would maybe be kind of in a lecture hall, but I wasn't really thinking of all the possibilities. So maybe Jerry's idea is a good idea where he could invite himself along to find out where they're going. Yeah. And then and then the next morning one of us could be in hiding maybe and Jerry if if he's allowed to could still accompany them, but um yeah. right. uh, Jerry also in case it matters, um has been there before, but it would have been at least a few years ago because uh he's just taken freshman uh, biology and chemistry. So Jerry's got was. a hard on for a clue is uh so yeah, I think that we yeah. should all be lurking about, and Jerry just invites himself along with Clarissa tomorrow. That seems natural. Okay. Um, so that's the plan for like the next morning. So the next morning, Jerry's going to meet up with Clarissa. That night, I just want to um, tug your um, plagued with nightmares again. Um, roll. I'm not going to make you roll for another point, but what I'm going to say is that you know normally your sanity will heal, or uh, and it just you know, doesn't. Okay, right. So you you just can't seem to get a good night's sleep. Okay. Um, so it's not a continuing loss, but it's not you're not getting any better. Okay. Um, matter of fact, is anybody else necessarily down a lot? Because I'll let you do a couple points. Um, of, of sorry, of sanity. Yeah. Um, I'm not down that far. Um, I have 64 out of 75. Okay, I'll give you two points for resting. Yeah. Right. Oh, great. Uh, thank you. So, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Jerry is uh, continuing to. Uh, pursue his uh, personal studies and meditations. Maybe it's um, helping. Although that seems like the kind of thing that normally wouldn't help in Call of Cthulhu. But. Right. <laughs> um, are you guys, how, okay, so Jerry's going to meet up with Clarissa and, and go in. What are the other three? Are you just going to let him do this by himself? Or are you going to We're going to We're going to get up a little bit earlier and we're going to we're going to lurk around the building or inside the building. And as soon as we see Jerry and them come in, we'll sort of follow behind. Okay. At a, at a discreet distance. All right. Just to make sure they don't stick something in Jerry's head. Okay. Um, we, need, we need to be careful though, because if they spot us, then they might just climb up, you know? Well, once again, there. I, I think what we can hide, there's going to be other students there, so... Well, I will remind you, the school hasn't necessarily started yet. Right. So, so it's not, there. like, full-on right. crowded with classrooms going on. Now there are people there ahead of time, so there are people still studying, so it's not totally empty, but it's not like... I don't want you to get the impression that it's a busy, crowded... Okay. Um, but if we stay 20 feet behind them and stay behind them, they might, unless they actually go like that, they're not even going to notice that we're there because we're going to be walking kind of quietly. I don't uh, 
Tug, I'm going to ask you for a sanity roll, actually. Okay. Yeah, my character is fucking exhausted. Yeah. Uh, I did not pass. Okay. Don't don't take a point. But what I'm going to say is happening that morning that you're, you're planning to, to do all this. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you, you know, five o'clock in the morning, like before the average person is up. Right. You wake up outside your doorstep to the dorm. Oh. What the hell? Oh my God. Well, I, I usually get up and I go rowing and maybe I just, I didn't completely wake up. Am I sitting, standing? You were kind of like, almost like curled up in a ball because it's kind of chilly. You know, you weren't dressed for it. I'm on the ground? Yep. Okay. What the hell? So I'm going to, I'm going to get up and I'm probably shaking a little bit and I, I'm probably dirty. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to look around. I might go, hello? Hello? Yeah, no answer. Well, I'm I'm freaked out, but I'm gonna go back into my room and take a shower, and I guess start to get. I don't feel like rowing today. I'm too tired. Okay. Um. So we'll fast forward then. So we'll, we'll say Jerry, you meet up with. Uh, uh, correct me. So you're just basically you're meeting at the fountain then, where they meet every morning. Um. No, uh, I would, knowing that they are going to the science building uh, mm-hmm. and knowing roughly when they'd get there, mm-hmm. um, I'd actually go over there. I wouldn't go back to the fountain. Okay. So you're just going to be standing outside waiting for them to come to you? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to look like, I'm not going to try to do anything cagey, like look like I just ran into them. I'm going to look like I went there with the open intention of meeting them at the science building. Okay. Um, Tug, Danny, and Jasper, you're in the building already then, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the first time this happens, uh, the three of them, Clarissa and those guys, uh, again, they, they kind of, Jerry, they kind of give you a bit of the cold shoulder. Um, you know, they acknowledge you, but they're not really, Hey, how you doing? Welcome. You know, they're giving you like, uh, there's a little bit of like, what do you want? You know, what, what are you doing? Well, I was asking Rod if uh, anything had been uh, made out of that rock he found, um, since he's uh, with the library crew, he recommended that I, uh, come and join you all over here. Um, he explained, uh, you know, everyone's interested in making some sense out of what happened. Uh, and of course, uh, I myself have been very troubled by all of it. Uh, it seems like uh, everything over in the library is, uh, well, they're making whatever progress you could expect to make, which uh, I suppose isn't much considering the obscurity of the place. Uh, I mean, I know I'm not any type of scientist, but uh, since I was curious about the rock and since he suggested it. I thought I'd join you over here. Maybe there's something I can contribute. And uh, Clarissa looks at you and she's like, Did, do you have the rock? Did you bring it? Well, no, I, I don't have the rock. Uh, oh. who, who does? 
you don't have the rock? Rod, Rod was the one that found it, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Well, he was, uh, uh, maybe I misunderstood. I had the impression from him that you already had the rock and were examining it. Uh, I suppose uh, the next time I see him, I can uh, ask about it. Uh, I'm not sure why he'd uh, trust me with the rock, though. He seemed uh, awfully uh, possessive of his cherished find, as far as I recall. Uh, Jeff, I'll roll scrutiny on uh, Clarissa uh, insofar as it's now Jerry's now thinking that she maybe doesn't even know what Rocky's talking <laughs> talking about, or is, or is trying to play along. It's not it's not scrutiny in this game. Sorry, it's psychology, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Because maybe maybe she's trying to play along even though she doesn't know what Rocky's talking about or something. Um, but either way, I failed the check. So, you mm -hmm. can, so what does that mean? Just that I can't tell, or that I think something that you tell me that I think. Um, well, she kind of, I guess the best way to put it, she kind of loses interest again. She goes, she goes back to her cold shoulder standoffish. Oh, okay. Um, so am I walking along with them into the building or did they literally all just stop there, have this conversation and then try to ignore me and hope I go away. Like, what's the physicality of the situation? Yeah, that's how I was picturing it. They, you know, they saw you standing at the door, so they approached oh, you. This conversation happened, and now there's the awkward moment of, what do we do now? Well, have you all found anything interesting uh, scientifically? Uh, have you been running some tests on samples? Um, again, there's a little bit of hesitation, um, and Clarissa, Clarissa is like, yeah, that, uh, we actually found a, a, a piece of that same rock again, and that's what we've been doing here. We've been talking with uh, Professor Learmouth. Well, what do you think it is? That's a good question. Um, you do, do you want to join us? Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, I only took first year chemistry, but uh, well, perhaps Rod's uh, excitement was infectious. Uh, uh, Jeff, is she still wearing pants? Yes. Huh. Probably the same ones from a couple days ago. Um, so so uh, at random intervals, I'd probably uh, sort of tease her about her change of attire, like, uh, oh, uh, uh, is she going like hiking or uh, riding after this or uh, try and act uh, flirtatious, but also to see whether or not she registers that it's a little odd, right? To see whether or not she, it's obvious to her that she seems to have changed her wardrobe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see if her social responses to this kind of thing are what I would expect or something different. Well, she just responds in again the same sort of cold standoffish. Like, so I can't tell if it's a sort of normal college student shutdown or if it's somebody who. Uh, but she doesn't seem caught off guard at all. He was. I'm watching for that too. Was she caught off guard? 
not really. Okay. So you know, maybe, like you said, you, you said that maybe in a flirtatious manner or a joking manner. Right. It's kind of like you kind of just got no response really. Okay. Well, I guess I give up on that. I'm, and that's at that point, I probably just pay a lot more attention to the group and try to follow along and see what I can learn. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, the rest of you, do you want to sneak about? Should I ask you for a stealth roll? Well, we've been waiting to hear Jerry and them come in. Yep, I'm going to say, you know, they had their little conversation out on the steps. They invited, them, invited Jerry to join them, and now they're walking through the hallways. Okay. I, I envision that I'd be like a little bit around the corner, and I, if, if they come in, I'll pull back, but I'll be a little farther from the market. Okay. I can um, do stealth, but there's no way they could see me. I'm, I'm going to ask for stealth, and as long as you don't crit fail it. How's that? Okay. Because Danny's right behind you, and he's not really... He's holding me up, because I keep falling asleep, my character. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Do we need to do stealth as well? Because I don't really know if I want to. Yeah, sure. Let's go for the crit fail experience. Oh, damn. Oh, I passed by six. <laughs> See, there's uh, also... Well, my stealth's 20, and I rolled 21. Can I roll... A, can I use a point of luck? No, no that, that's failing. fine. Fail. Uh, yeah, I was just looking for the crit fail, so... Okay. <laughs> um... Plus, this also gets me, you know, as a GM, it makes you guys waste your excellent roles on. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Um, yes, yeah, so you guys are like just around the corner. Uh, and what you see is that they head to, they stay on the first floor. And they, when you come in the main doors, they make a right. And they go to the first, basically, uh, lecture room on the right. Um, uh Jerry, when you go in, you see a Professor Learmouth. Um, he Might arrives. know him already? Uh, he's the professor of geology. So if you've ever had a geology class, you I have uh, not ever had a geology class. Okay. Um, does, he, does, he look, does he look creepy? <laughs> so I know who he is, but I don't, but I've never interacted with him then. He's a small, slightly portly man, bald spot in the center of his curly blonde hair. He wears glasses when reading small print. Mr. Learmouth was born with six fingers on his right hand. Well, I'm glad I made that spot hidden check uh, automatically. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, so the... The, the, the tension in this classroom is again it's cold you know you nobody's making chit chat with you nobody's welcoming you you know it's, it's well as soon as we go in with the professor i'm not even attempting any chit chat i'm mm -hmm. actually recognizing that i've been brought along with a group that's already doing their own thing so mm -hmm. jerry's whole demeanor and approach changes i'd be a lot more formal okay yeah i have um, a lot more attentive yeah yeah is the lecture hall like you see in the in the movies where it's it's rows going down like this and then there's 
the teacher at the bottom? Uh, it's a good question. There's a certain amount of vagueness in the scenario where, uh, all right, so here's, here's what I'll do. Um, this particular, yeah. I was just say the reason why yeah. is we, if we time it right, when they push open the door and they go in, we could come sneaking up and duck down and hide behind the seats up at the top of the lecture hall and they wouldn't know that we were there. Okay, right. Then. So here's, here's how I'm picturing it. So I'm calling it a lecture hall because that's the room I picked on the map um, to give you guys a reference if you need okay. to look at it. But the way I'm picturing it, it's actually a, a lab setup. Okay. So I'm picturing, you know, several tables, uh, rooms, places to do experiments, uh, maybe the, the hood for the volatile chemicals, you know, Bunsen burners, that sort of thing. So then my question would be, is it possible for us to sneak into the room without anybody seeing us? It's not that big of a room. As long as they're in the room, they would probably see you walk in the front door. Well, then let's let's stay right outside the door and keep it cracked open just a bit so that we can hear what's going on. Yep. And I'm just going to fast forward through this then because pretty much Jerry... There are other, just real quick, are there other students in there with a professor other than us? Nope, just those three. Okay. Yep. okay. Um, and it's pretty much quiet. You know, they're, they're, they're not giving you anything. They, I'm not following. I was planning to just sort of listen to them talk to the professor. Does right. He... They're not doing that. They, they pretty much, they walk in a classroom. Each one sits at a different table. They open up some books some, to study with, and they just start reading their textbook. Oh, well, then I'd go talk to the professor. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, good morning, professor. Uh, I'm Jerry Dorn. I'm a, normally a folklore student, although uh, I have... Uh, done some basic uh, biology and chemistry, but uh, Clarissa told me that uh, you'd uh, been uh, assisting them with identifying an unusual mineral uh, recovered from our recent uh, expedition to Vermont. Uh, of course, uh, I only know the rudiments of such things, but uh, well, I just had some curiosity because uh, the uh, student who found it, uh, I don't uh, recall his surname, uh, Rod, he uh, was very enthusiastic about it and seemed to think that it was a, an, an unusual find. Uh, I remember others talking about its uh, composition being uh, quite uncommon. Is it really so unusual? Yes, I would say that would be a definite yes. Uh, this is unlike anything I've really seen before. Well, um, uh, again, uh, I don't know if, how far I'll be able to follow uh, advanced details, but, uh, but what's so remarkable about it? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. He's... All right, so what he's going to do, he's going to start to start spouting off some scientific data, and it's pretty much going right over your head. Uh, I try to remember it anyway, because okay. obviously I think I can tell the geology guys if I can okay. remember it. Um, All right. So I don't know what kind of check I'd have to make to do that. Um, 
or if I have to make the check later to see yeah, how I did at the time. You might call for it later, yeah. Right. Um, okay, well, I just listen closely and try to remember what he, what he says. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but when he, you know, seems to have come to the conclusion of the info dump, uh, I would act like I followed, I wouldn't try to pretend I followed, but I'd act like I appreciated why it was special mm -hmm. and then ask, well, why would, why would something so unusual, uh, you know, be found in a location like that? Is there something unusual about the region? And I, well, that my dear boy is why, what we're trying to figure out. That's, that's all part of it. Yep. Well, yes, I, I recall there was some uh, some funding from uh, wasn't uh, wasn't there a uh, uh, petroleum company or, or some yeah. Uh, yeah are they uh, what, did they already uh, did they already know the there was something unusual about the region or is this just a fortuity? Um. He's, you've caught him a little bit off guard. Uh, you, you can see that he's hesitating. You don't need to make any rolls. You know, there's a hesitation as to how much he's willing to share with someone that he basically just met. Um, so here's, here's what I'll do. I'm going to ask you for a roll. Do you have any of your social skill stats, whether it be um, persuade, charm, intimidate, can I pick the the one that's the highest? Sure. As long as it charm. makes sense. As long as it makes charm. sense. Charm. Uh, okay. uh, it's charm, and then uh, I'll let you go ahead and tell me what he tells me. But there's something I can think of to also say that might explain my interest better if I need to. But I like let him talk before I do that. Uh, and uh, the role is a normal success. Okay. Um, so yes, he will hesitantly share with you that. That's part of the reason why um, the funding for the whole expedition was granted by this company. Um, that that was their intent was that they were wondering if you were going to find anything more out there. Wow. Did they think it might be valuable? Uh, that's hard to say because we haven't quite figured out what it is or what it does. Or if we can't figure that out, we can't figure out our use. Well, I just... Uh... Well, my father, uh, he's a businessman, and uh, I uh, recall uh, him uh, building up his uh, company over the years, but, uh, you know, unless they, uh, unless they think they can profit from the uh, research interests, uh, what would have ever inspired a, a petroleum uh, company to uh, be uh, inclined to uh, fund such uncertain research? I mean, we yeah. all appreciate scientific curiosity, but uh... Uh, yeah, I'm, you're putting me in an awkward spot because I'm trying to. Is, sorry, Jeff. Is that, that uh, that's you, right? Yeah, not... yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but does he look like he's in an awkward spot? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Because like you're you're asking him questions that he doesn't know who you are, um, and okay, he's so it's at that point, Jerry says, "Well, 
let me um maybe maybe I should explain my interest in something so uh, tangential. Um, there's a mound there, uh, one of the the native uh, burial places, and uh, it's also uh, an unusual find. It's it's out of the region where they're normally located, uh, and well, it seems like it may also be of a scientific and archaeological interest. Uh, it probably should be excavated, and so of course. Uh, this area is uh, kind of a specialty of mine, and uh, I am, of course, looking toward graduate research, you know how that is, and uh, naturally wondering about funding. But I'm also wondering about uh, conflict of scientific interest. I, I suppose uh, petroleum companies are going to be a lot more interested in profitable unidentified minerals than they are in preserving cultural specimens. But on the other hand, uh, maybe some kind of collaboration could be in order. So, uh, and I'll try and be talkative or charming if I need to. This is also not really a lie, right? Jerry would like to excavate it, would like funding. It's all true, actually. Mm -hmm. um, but he also is just fishing for information if the professor has any more. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to shut down your fishing expedition. Uh, he kind of, he starts to give you, uh, you know, he's not really paying attention to what you're saying anymore. He's got his newspaper out. He's starting to set up behind his desk and get his, uh, uh, thermos and pour himself a little cup of coffee. Uh, and he's, he's almost like, he's almost basically ignoring you. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually he says, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I have some important work to do here. So if there's anything else. Oh, thank you again for the information, Professor. It's a pleasure to meet you. Sure, yes, thank you. Same, likewise. And then I try to go find uh, the other guys because I don't know how long I'm going to be able to remember all the techno babble. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, I guess when we, we are peeking through the crack in the door and we see Jerry making a move, we're like, go, 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 go. <laughs> we start going up the <laughs> Because at any moment they could all start piling out, you know, and right. we'll be caught. Yeah. He's going to come down this hallway, just hide around the corner here. And when he comes by, grab him. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Jerry, you, you come out the, the door into the hallway and you look around and you don't see the guys at all. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear a little. <laughs> okay. So I go over there. Sure. Well, breakfast again. So what'd they say? Breakfast again. Se second breakfast. I'll tell you on the way. All right. And so when we get outside, um, I try to tell tell him what I remember. Okay. I have to make the roll now. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say that. Um, do you, you do you guys remember where we were going through the? You guys were actually doing some of the tests on site. And I was giving you some of the specifics of the, the density, the hardness. The hardness. So I'll just say, yeah, I'll just say that the professor shared some of those same stats, uh, statistics that you've already figured out. Those of you that were there doing that test. Uh, okay. So it's new to Jerry, but it's not new to them. What happened to the other rock, the big one, the bigger one, the the one that was, you know. Rod, I thought Rod had it, but 
but he didn't. Rod acted to me like uh, the others had it, but Clarissa seemed very, the only thing she seemed interested in talking to me about at all was whether I had the rock. So do, so, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to nudge Tug and, and look down towards my, my um, jacket pocket and just kind of half lift my hand out of my jacket pocket just to make it clear that there's an object in my hand. Are you going to shoot me? <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. We, the rook. we were. We were. The rook. How did you? Never. Never mind. But um, well, I don't think um, I, I had it all along. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm having a real hard time focusing because I didn't get any sleep last night. We could hear what what you were you were blathering about to the the professor in there. What were the girls doing? One girl. Oh, the other. They all all had a. They all had books and instruments. Yeah, I think guys that the same thing at the library. I think it was because we were there. They had things that they were doing to throw us off track. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't fancy them anyway. You know that. Which one, Clarissa? Yeah. Well, any of them, by the sounds of it. Well, maybe that explains the pants now. Well, maybe you need In some more arms. So, uh, going back to the room layout, does it look like there is somewhere that somebody could kind of hide to maybe listen in? Because it's quite clear they're going to... I mean, actually, Jer- once Jerry downloads all of the information, um, that's quite, uh, quite interesting that it's been funded by the petroleum company, that there's an interest in the minerals. So it's very strange. Why would they already know that this is, uh, there's anything unusual in this place? That uh, makes uh, makes very little sense. Yeah, but why would they send us out into that area in the first place unless they suspect that there might be something important out there? Yeah, something and, and valuable. If it's, if it's a substance that's harder than diamond, there's definitely going to be an industrial use for that. Harder than diamond? Well, yeah, yeah, that's that was it on the mole scale. It was. Uh, it scratched the diamond. I, really should, I should, the, really should have paid more attention in freshman chemistry. Not the mole scale. The mole. The mole. The mole. Yes. The mole. Men I got scale. mole men on the brain. Mole men. Mole. The mole. Mole scale. Yeah, it was harder than diamond, and kind of pretty. Well, I suppose it would be useful for drilling, and well, all manner exactly. of things. A petroleum company. There you go. See, they want to drill. Well, but, but why would but why would they know it would be there to begin with? I think you, uh, they might have known. They might have found it two or three years ago. Because like, didn't d- didn't Divine and uh, Jeffries go out there and? Uh, that's right. They a few years ago, so maybe they found a piece of it then, and they were looking for more. Uh, that's what that probably happened there. And I, 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 I put I put all that together, and I didn't get any sleep last night. <laughs> well, maybe you should try uh, sleep deprivation sleep more deprivation. often. Chuck. It's it's a, like sleep teaching, but in reverse. Could uh, Professor Learmouth help us then? If we've got the stone, can we trust him? The chemistry guys call him Leary, but you know, could we trust old Leary to? I think we can trust him to keep it and. 
still share nothing useful with us. Actually, it's a good question for Jeff, since I do have geology. Did I take a class with Mr. With Professor L? Sure, yeah, I'll say that. Okay. He's, he's an okay teacher. Kind of boring, but... Well, then it sounds like he hasn't been replaced. At this point, I, I'm not sure that anybody's been replaced. Well, how do you explain the German accent? Maybe he had it and pants. he just never knew about it. And, and maybe that's the new fashion. I don't know fashion. Girls like to wear pants. Well, neither does she. Uh, I certainly hope we don't start wearing dresses. Like the, like the Scots, the people from Scotland. Well, gentlemen, even if uh, by some chance I still remember uh, the next... Uh, word of verification if i'm wearing a dress that's not me <laughs> so we need to find uh, keith clark and well an excuse to go back to cobb's corners perhaps a uh, funding for a uh, mound excavation might provide a decent uh, explanation and a decent cover. I'm sure that uh, there are there are professors of archaeology who would be uh, a lot more engaged in that than uh, mm -hmm. Professor Learmouth, who apparently found uh, his morning coffee more engaging than the idea of, uh, of uh, folkloric research. We can't go back to Cobb's Corner. School's starting in two weeks. They'll throw us in prison anyway if we go back there. Yeah. Oh, my. They'll throw us in jail. So, listen, who... who Who's can't up arrest for? us just for setting foot in the town. Yes, they can. They can do anything they goddamn please. Oh, uh, look at the way they treated us. In that place over there, we could disappear and they nobody would ever know where we went. How many times has that happened already? Well, We'd have a well that, that's just what's to be expected in Cobb's Corners, apparently. Wait a second. But how are we going to find Keith Clark if we don't? Didn't that doctor say that they were drained of all their blood? Yeah. The kids. I'm sorry, it's starting to sound like vampires again, guys. Where are you guys having this conversation? Um, In the car. No, uh, at the restaurant. Well, I assumed we were on our way walking to the restaurant and we hadn't arrived there yet. Okay. Uh, and But let's assume we've just arrived. Or We're careful that nobody's standing yeah. around us. Do a spot hidden. Okay. Um, Can I do it too, or only him? Everybody. I'm everybody. paranoid, and <laughs> I'm going to do a penalty dice because my, my, I'm not really. Right, well, it doesn't matter how paranoid I am because I failed. So I got the same number twice. Standard boss. Isn't that weird? That's never happened to me before. Fail, fail, fail. Uh, tug, fail. Two fails. Yeah. Um. Jasper, that sense or that feeling that you're being followed. Oh, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna look over my shoulder uneasily. Mm -hmm. Do we see uh, Do we see him do that? No, we're apparently not paying attention. Well, <laughs> okay. We just heard some eerie music because he turned around. Du, du, du. Some stringed instruments are playing low. 
a theremin. Uh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just asking, is that a theremin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't see anything. It's just that that feeling, you know, that back of your neck almost. What's up, Jasper? The hell? That Danny whispers to Jasper, you still got that stone in your pocket? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gripping it. Uh, Jasper, is, take your hand is in my pocket. Jasper, take take your hand out of your pocket. The hell I will. Damn it, Jasper! Don't you know that that don't you know that pickpockets put up signs, watch for pickpockets, so everyone will touch their wallets. Let's <laughs> just let's I've just got, go I've got somewhere. Both my, both my hands in my jacket pockets. I'm I'm walking around uh, like a like a proper tough. All right. Well, that, well, that's better. Well, actually, no, it's not even a, it's not even a jacket. It's 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 an enormous raccoon skin coat. So I mean, well, it's it's unlikely anyone would even notice that my hands are in my pocket because <laughs> I'm just a huge mass of raccoon skin <laughs> with it, with a straw on top, just sort of moving around like a Dalek. <laughs> it smells a bit, you know. You don't want to get yeah, too close. Yeah. Listen, I think we need a, a break from, well, from whatever it is we think we're doing. Uh, do you want to uh, head to my house and have something uh, something a bit stiffer than uh, coffee with uh, an early lunch? I don't know. We've been getting together and just chatting for a lot. I, I, I Guys, something weird happened to me. I woke up this morning outside of my apartment, lying on the ground, what, in the hallway or outside in the, the building? Hall, in the hallway. And I, t I had horrible nightmares all night last night. So I'm like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm walking in my sleep, I guess, or curling up in fetal positions in strange places in my sleep. I don't know. It's not, not the sign of a crazy guy? I don't know. Look at my head. Make sure there's no, like, wires sticking out or anything are there <laughs> to a spot hidden <laughs> that, that danny considers winding winding you up for a minute and then thinks no uh, better not. What, what what did you dream tug was it moleman just no what do you remember it all started with this copper cup and there was hair growing inside of it. Huh. And the GM will have to fill in the rest of it. Right. <laughs> uh, Jerry's going to roll dream lore on it. I'm just looking I'm, at the I'm, I'm gonna, I'm Moscow Mule Cup on my shelf. <laughs> I'm going to murder uh, something about Sigmund Freud and start right. giggling I, to myself. I, I, I fail the dream lore check anyway. Um, well, look, Tug, maybe, um, maybe we should get you hypnotized. Uh, so, let me see if I can get you guys back on track. Uh, the next morning, what do you want to do with the? Are you done with the geology stuff now, or do you want to pursue that? No, I, th I think we need to. They are not going to talk to Jerry. Did well, but they're not going to talk to us when we're there. I think we need to spy. You know what? I, as a player, I thought of something the last time. What? And I never looked it up, but what? kind of recording equipment would we have available to us in 1930? Did they have tape recording yet or 
wire. I know, I know it actually never came up uh, in the game, but in the scenario, um, you know, the equipment that you guys got for your field trip, right? One of the pieces of equipment was one of those recording uh, the wax cylinders. Uh, oh, yes. um, oh, those are huge. Yeah. I was going to hide something underneath oh, it. Oh, no, they're not, they're not that big. I mean, they're, I've got one over there somewhere. They're, they're about that big. They're quite heavy. But don't they need the big bell on them to do the recording? Well, yeah, but it's just, the one you record on is a smaller one. So because if we could hide one under a desk in the science lab, we could find out what they're doing. But if it's if it's in somewhere like a science lab, if it's in a room with hard walls, um, they pick up quite a lot of sound. There's a lot of distortion, and they're quite tinny, but they do pick up quite a lot. So I played I played around with mine quite a lot. How, how much can it record? Is it just very short? Um, Here is the what the voices are saying. Yeah, yeah, you can get about fifteen or twenty minutes on it. Mm. But. Um, it's it's not silent when it's when it's recording. Right. It's scratchy sound. I mean, yeah, you can hear it. Sort of, you can hear it recording. Yeah, so that's that's you're, you're quite close to it. It depends how much noise there is in the room. I've got a suggestion, yeah. right? We've got a couple of things we could do because Jerry did get some information out of the professor. So somebody could hide. Jerry doesn't go in with them, so they're talking. Hopefully, they're talking. If there's anything worth hearing, and now I don't know if this is the right thing to do or not, but potentially Jasper could come in with the stone and ask the guy about the stone and see what the reaction is after that. But then we might be giving it up, giving away something. I don't well, know. They would, they would just clam up if they were talking about anything. But didn't didn't you say that Clarissa said that they've they've got a stone of their own now? So that's what mm. she said. Well, I, I guess then they they wouldn't be interested in ours. Is yeah. there any place in no, she was interested, but uh, maybe it wasn't because they needed another one for testing, maybe it's because she didn't want me to have one. Mm. And I wonder why that would be. I just think they probably want another one, maybe, maybe they do. You gotta find as much as they can. Is there any place in that classroom where we could hide if we could get in there 20 minutes before the professor gets there and just wait until after they leave? Hiding in a cabinet, uh, a cupboard. Jeff, did I see any place where anyone could hide? I wasn't looking for one, but I might remember. Could everybody do a luck roll? <laughs> 55, what's my luck? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, that's a pass. Ew. I uh, don't feel like I can... Uh, contemplate the peaches uh, out while walking around in public, so I failed the roll. Okay. Uh, so there, we'll say that while you were in there, um, you happened to notice that there were two places that you could hide in. There was a closet, and there was a desk off to the side that was pushed out, pushed away. Okay, I described those to the guys. That maybe somebody could hide underneath the desk. You know, I'm wondering, it may be valuable to a petroleum company uh, for its hardness or other properties, but who knows why it might be valuable to them. Maybe uh, well, maybe it we, has some other property. Let's let's not speculate on it, let's find out. Let's hide in there tomorrow. Yeah, um, let's do it. And the thing, right. I, I kind of feel, if, if, you, if you want to know my opinion, that 
if all they're going to do is talk about that stupid rock, then there's nothing going on. But if, if they suddenly start talking about spaceships from other planets, then we know something, right? But Jer yeah, and Jerry said that Clarissa was interested in him when she thought that he had the rock. And then as soon as he said that he didn't have it, she was like, cold shoulder. That's right. So, the so apparently, Jerry, all you need is a rock to get a pretty girl to like you. <laughs> I don't usually have to... Uh... Wait, does not work things for, that expensive. Does not work for all girls. You just got to give them a little rock on a ring, and they. Uh, <laughs> That's just what they want you to think, Chug. Like all right. I'm glad, I'm glad I'm rock, Jasper. Jasper. It, it, Jasper, if you're planning to come along, I'm sure you can fit in the closet. Uh, but don't not bring that, rock. Not in that jacket. He can't fit in the closet. So, so who's who's a good listener? Who's who's good at listening in? I'm not. Uh well, I can generally, uh, I can generally hear pretty well when I'm uh, hunting animals. So I suppose hunting information is going to be the same. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm confident that I'd be able to sneak in and overhear. But uh, on the other hand, it's going to be a lot stranger if I'm hiding in there when I've already been with them to talk. So, if they discover you, you can have some plausible explanation for being in a closet, I suppose. Are you on mute? Yeah. The, the idea is to not be discovered. Yeah. Yes, that's always the idea. Should, if there's a couple of places we could hide, should two of us hide in there? If there's different parts of the room or just one? All right, how about this? Since I'm the one who shouldn't be hiding in the room as much as I'd like to, and Jasper, you're probably the least likely to be discovered. You should be one of those to go. Uh, if I well, I guess go, you should give me the rock. I I don't want to give that up. You're not seriously thinking of taking the rock in there with them, are you? Look, I whoever's going to hide is going to need some serious endurance. You're going to be cramped. You're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to control your breathing. I think I'm the one. And I know some geology, so. Okay, that's cool. That's a plan. And uh, Danny whispers to Jasper, don't give him the rock. He'll think it's his lucky rock next after the peaches. Shh. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that rock. I'll, maybe I... Ironically, uh, Jerry failed his listen paint. check and didn't hear that. <laughs> we can get some green paint and another rock. I can maybe make him a rock. <laughs> All right. He Jasper and Tug? Yeah. And now I've had it. Did I get a good night's sleep or am I still hmm. bad? Oh, the word for tomorrow is vanity. Could you do a power roll for me, please? Power roll. 79. Yeah, no, I didn't pass. Oh, this is going to be good. If this all goes down and I'm asleep in the closet, he'll be snoring. Oh, that's awesome. I'll, I'll make a little joke in, in Latin as you usually get in the closet. <laughs> uh, it's late at night. You're having a hard time falling asleep to begin with. Mm -hmm. It's almost to the point now where like, you're starting to dread sleep because of the nightmares that 
keep re-happening. So you're kind of laying there in bed anxiously. And remember that feeling that Jasper had about somebody watching you? Mm -hmm. That feeling hits you again. I'm going to get up and look in my closet. Okay. Nothing there. Some clothes. The usual. I'm going to look under my bed. The usual. You're doing that. I'm watching you. You're doing that. You're looking around. And you happen to notice the window is open. All right. I'm going to walk over to the window and look out. You look out and remember the fountain that mm -hmm. everybody meets at? There's a dark figure standing at the fountain. Uh, and he's holding, not holding, it's, it's kind of hard to tell. It's still a little bit of a distance. It's dark out. Uh, but it looks like next to him is a rather large black dog. Now, are there lights out there somewhere? Because how would I see that? Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, at that, that time period, uh, middle of the night in a college campus, they probably weren't that well lit. Well, then how do I see a black dog and a black figure in there? Right. It's, a, it's very, it's shadows almost at this point. So it's, it's like they're darker than the darkness. I just keep, are, are they moving? No, they're just kind of like just standing there. Maybe it's an optical illusion. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a shadow. No. I'm going to close my window and I'm going to pull the, the blind down. Okay. And then I'm going to back up and sit in my chair and stare at the window. And then I, maybe I'll fall asleep or not. But no. Yeah, and then... The next thing you know, it's morning, and you wake up in the chair. Okay. I check the time. Yep. Make sure. Uh, You're used to waking up early anyway, so there, right. that's not an issue. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get dressed. Uh, I'm going to go to the science building. And uh, I am going to, well, I guess I have to wait until the science building gets opened. Um, yeah, I thought about that. Well, first of all, you're, are you waiting for Jasper? Are you going in on? No, I'm not waiting for anybody. Oh. Was Jasper supposed to come with me? I must have not been paying attention when I was falling asleep yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Jasper was supposed to go with you. Oh, well, I don't know that. At this point, I must have forgotten that part. Okay. Um, so as soon as I can get in the building, maybe he joins me before we go into the building. But uh, my intention is to go into the building, go to the closet. Uh, uh, well, no, my intention is to go to the building and then to go, this is on the first floor? Yes. I'm going to go to a window on the first floor where I can see if the professor is coming. Okay. Because I don't want to be spend two hours in the closet. So if, as yes. soon as I see him on the path heading towards the building, I'm going to run and get in the closet. Okay. Now that 
you you just hit on something that I wanted to mention, um, and and we don't need to go too much into this, but having two people not go in is probably a good thing because from your repeated daily scoping out the group and what happens, what they all do, they're in that science room all day. Okay. So maybe it's good that you have two people outside of the science room that could maybe cause a distraction or get them, lure them out of the room somehow uh, so that you're not stuck in the closet for eight hours. Well, I didn't, I didn't realize they were in there all day long. I don't think I did either. So yeah. I'm sure Jerry didn't. Yeah. Does it, does the building have a fire alarm? I'm thinking that it's a dynamic of the game that we should have to play out. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, well, Jerry, Jerry and me can cause a disturbance. Okay. What do you have in mind? Jerry and Danny can cause a disturbance when they realize we've been in there for four hours. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, so I just want to make clear. So you're okay with Jasper joining you then? Yeah. Sure. All right. Don't wear uh, the, don't wear the raccoon skin jacket for crying out loud. Look, I found I found my 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 linen jacket. Okay, that'll be just better for you. Did you bring a bottle of water? I don't know if they have bottles. Jacket. Water. I bought a bottle of water here. A canteen. Got a canteen of water. <laughs> All right. Um, I've 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 got um. Oh, it's kind of melted, but I bought a chocolate bar as well. <laughs> oh. If only we had some pemmican. Um, <sighs> lovely, lovely, lovely pemmican. <laughs> mm -mm. So, as I say, we'll, we'll, I, we, we wait and look out the window until we see somebody, until we see him coming. Okay. While you're waiting, Jasper, you see there's a bunch of papers on the professor's desk. Well, I'll... Um... I'll, I'll have a little uh, look at them. It, it, it will be rude not to. It is an institute of learning after all. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Dear Ashley, I wish to thank you for coming through in regards to the funding of the field trip I had planned. I can't imagine why the university would deny me funding for such a potentially beneficial excursion. I have my suspicions that damnable Wilmarth is behind it. In any regard, I believe it's quite generous of Federated Oil and Chemical to finance this expedition, and I sincerely look forward to integrating our students, as I've been a vocal proponent of the interdisciplinary field trips for quite some time. I hope your students are as fruitful in their diggings as mine will undoubtedly be in their quest for local folklore. Please let me know if I can ever be of service to you in the future. Yours, Roger Harold. You guys remember who that is, right? Oh yeah, we're Roger Harold. I don't know who Ashley is though. Yeah, same here. He's Somebody the who fund him. He's the uh, folklore professor. Oh okay. He's the one that that you guys talked to. He's the one that came and got you out of jail. Ah uh, okay. Maybe um, we didn't know his name was Ashley. You know oh no, Ashley is Ashley is Learmouth. Oh, uh -huh. Ashley Learmouth. Yes. Um, so Ash, gonna, go ahead. I'm going to make you work a little bit for this one. Could you could you do a spy hidden? Yeah. Both both of you can do it. 
yes, that's a standard success. Uh, pa- uh, failed. Sorry. Okay. All right, uh, Jasper, you're you're already there looking at the paper, so you start kind of rifling through it, and you see a couple other things that catch your eye. One of them is this. This is uh, on Miskatonic University College of Sciences, Astor School of Mathematics, headed note paper. And it reads, Dear Mr. Abelard, I regret to inform you that it would appear the Pasqualium is extraterrestrial in origin. My students have returned with another sample of the ore, which they found in a crater they estimate to be thousands of years old. I'm enclosing photographs of the site for your perusal. According to my students, they found the ore at Red Rock Mountain, five miles due south of Battleborough. I have taken the liberty of holding on to both samples of the ore so that I may continue testing them. If you desire the original sample returned, please contact me. It has been a pleasure dealing with a philanthropist such as yourself, sir. And if I may be of any further assistance to Federated Oil and Chemical, I would welcome your call. In thanks and appreciation, Professor, Professor Ashley Learmouth. Extraterrestrial in origin? You mean... He means, a, he means a meteorite. Good Lord. Do we know what Pasqualium is? I'm, I'm guessing it's, it's this unusual green rock. And one more. This is a paper clipped to the letter that you just read. It appears to be a, a photograph of a some sort of crater or trench in a, in a woodland area. Well, that, that certainly looks like Vermont. That's for sure. Um, Tug, you think you see the professor coming? All right. Dude, he's coming. We got to hide. Oh, okay. Um... So you're you're going in the um, in the cupboard. Yes. So I'm I'm going for the, the thing under the desk. Under the desk. Oh God. <clears throat> oh. I'm gonna put my back out under here. Do you guys want to pause and argue about who gets the right spot? Do you want to trade, dude? We don't have much no, time. No, no, no. I'll just I'll, I'm I'm fine. All right. I can right. fit in here. I can easily fit in here. Don't fart. <laughs> God, don't make me laugh when I'm getting here. What the hell are you doing, man? Come on. All right. <sighs> All right. Um, how is this going to work? I'm going to. I'm going to very quietly um, start carving with my pocket knife while I'm in there to occupy my time. I'm going to cry. Carve um, uh, Hick Manibemus Optime. <laughs> on the inside. Does that mean Jasper was here? A little joke for the Latin readers. No, it means um, uh, um, here I will stay um, uh, most excellently, I think. <laughs> All right. So time kind of goes by really slow. Yeah. Eventually the students arrive. Um, you're starting to think you know, it's starting to get cramped in here. It's, you know, Tug, you're having a hard time breathing in the closet. It's getting claustrophobic a little bit. Maybe, how long is this going to last? How many guys going to be in there? Um, but what I'll say is that uh, you do pick up on some conversation. And I'm just going to generalize. 
because the professor is questioning the three of them. They're, they're all there. They're all answering equally. Uh, no one in particular is responding. Uh, but the professor says something about, so are you sure that, that, that this is where you found it? Because I don't want to submit this paper to these guys if, you're, if, if this is the wrong information. Um, and then, and they all, you know, yeah, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's why we brought the photo was to show you that's where we found it. We thought that would be helpful to show you where, where we found it. Um, and then the professor says, well, didn't Jerry say that he found his on a mound or something? And there's like a, a pause and they're like, uh, I don't, I don't even know if they found anything or not. I don't even know if they found what we're talking about. They might've found something else. I don't know. Jerry's not a geology student, so I'm not even sure he knows what he's talking about. Um, so there, there's this back and forth that goes on every so often the conversation picks up again. Um, is there anything in particular you were looking to get that I can give you maybe, or are they aliens? <laughs> Do a luck roll. No. Did they uh, come in and they go? Or I mean, you can generalize. It's just is that they just talk about the stupid rock? Pretty much. Yep. They they go back and forth and back and forth and. One person is asking, "Oh, did you test for that?" And they, "Yeah, we tested for that." Well, let's try this. And I, try the boy. Yeah. Okay. So I, I kind of guessed that they weren't just going to come to the classroom and sit in their chairs and study. Uh, but are they are they doing that as well? I mean, right. Yep. Long pauses of nothing. Yep. All right. So this goes on for four hours. So I, th I think before that, can I time frame? Uh, Danny and Jerry will be discussing. What, what about this for an idea, Jerry? That seeing as you were there yesterday, you could kind of run in and say, it, it, You thought you spotted a light upstairs or something. There could be a fire in the building or something to try and get them out of there somehow. Either that or we could smash a window or something, you know? Let's uh, not put ourselves in. Um... Here, your thing is up here. Let's uh, not get ourselves in any more trouble than necessary with the dean. Uh, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind telling them that I uh, think maybe I smelled uh, smoke from uh, one of the other labs. Uh, and either I, either that, or we can just wait and Jasper or Tug farting, and then the stink will get everybody out of the room. You know. I think I think that might just be wise. Maybe you were crossing the courtyard or something, and you saw, you thought you saw something. I wonder. Well, if actually, actually, I. Um, <laughs> do they have fire alarms? Hello? Bell. <laughs> I mean, we'd we'd know, right? So, what do they have? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll just say there's a brass bell in the hallway at the end of each hallway. I don't know if they had elaborate systems or not. You could always go and ring the bell and run. 
All right. Actually, let's make this more plausible, Danny. Um, they haven't seen you around yet, have they? No. Well, they know about me, but the professor doesn't. Right. So, uh, uh, do you uh, do you take any science? Yeah, I do geology. All right. So, you go in one of these geology labs. You're working on something. Uh, I'm there to meet you, if anyone asks, which they probably won't. Uh, I head toward the lab you're working in. I decide I smell smoke. Uh, I let them know about it. You'll probably overhear this because you'll choose a lab that's uh, next to their hall. And uh, then I go in and check on you and uh, you shout fire. And if you feel like starting one, well, yeah, the, at least the only, it's not a broken window. Well, the only thing is, if we start shouting fire, then we're going to get pulled up in front of the dean, you know? So we shout fire and we run. No, I actually think that you should probably set something on fire. Accidentally. Oh, a small, something small, not very hazardous, but enough. May, actually, maybe you know it's under control, and I don't. So... I say there's a fire, and uh, it caused some commotion. Uh, th they're not going to be inclined to flee the building, but they might at least come in the lab and see what's wrong. Uh, they can always blame me for not being a scientist and not knowing what I was talking about. Well, we're just if we're going to do that, we're going to need to trust the boys know that it's time to get out and run. You know that they're going to ask you who started the fire. Yeah. Uh, there won't be a real fire, but I'll mistakenly think there's one. Isn't there some experiment you can do, Danny, that involves something? Yeah, it's called ringing the bell, sh shouting fire and running away. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, if you're volunteering, uh, I don't mind smelling the smoke that wasn't there first. Okay, so Danny goes to the bell in the, the corridor and starts ringing it and shouts right. fire and then bolts for the door. <laughs> All right, and before he does that, um, I, uh, I tell him, hey, I... Uh, you smelled something. I I, yeah, that I smell something, and uh, well, that's what we do. You you tell who you go into the classroom. I, I go in the room because I know that they're in there. I might uh, I might check other rooms first. I'm not gonna go like I was planning to go there. I just I go in there. I'm looking for Danny. I check other rooms. Uh, eventually, I uh, decide I smell smoke. And I happen to open their room before I open the room. Danny is actually in because I know which room he's in. And so then when I open it, by that point, he's shouting fire. Or maybe he's not. Or maybe he got impatient and did all this before I ever got there, which is fine by Jerry, too. D um, Danny's main goal is to run out of there before anybody sees, sees him. Okay, well, fine. Jerry, uh, Jerry isn't really hurrying, so <laughs> probably his assistance was minimal here but he will be around and we'll try to corroborate Danny's story. Maybe tug. Can you do a luck roll for me? Yeah. Luck or luck or pow. I'll let you decide which one. Oh, 13. I passed both of them. Yes. Okay. Suddenly there's a commotion and bells are ringing. Somebody's yelling out in the hallway. There's a fire. There's a fire. Uh, tug. It actually wakes you up from sleeping. <laughs> um, and we didn't know they were going to do that, so we might think there really is a fire. Yeah. Um, Jerry, you run into the classroom. You uh, hold. Have I already heard the commotion and the bell? Yep, yep. I don't bother then. Okay. Uh, are you running out with Danny then? Yeah. 
Well, no, no, I'm not running out with Danny. What are you doing? Uh, I'm making my own reasonable way out of the building as a person normally would if they weren't conspiring to pretend that it was on fire, in fact, is what I'm doing. Danny's running across the courtyard laughing hysterically. (laughs) Also not doing that, in case you were wondering. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do any nasty rolling dice. Uh, the plan works. They get up. They grumble. You know what's this all about? And they eventually leave the classroom. Tug and Jasper, what are you gonna do? Uh, Jasper, we gotta get the fuck out of here. The building's I'm, I'm on gonna, fire. I'm gonna open. I'm gonna open the the um, the 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 the, the, uh, the 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 drawer that I'm hiding in, or whatever it is, covered. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to take an, an enormous breath of air. <laughs> <sighs> no, 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 you, no, you might get smoke inhalation. Come on. What, 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 what fire? What eight? What? I don't know. Um, Building's on fire. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly run over and look on the desk and see if there's anything that wasn't on the desk before that is on the desk now. Mm. He, he phrased very poorly. No, you don't. don't we already that. suspect that all they were talking about is a dumb rock. Yep. Okay, um, uh, right, yeah, left, right, leg it. Now, we're going to try to go out another door in the building. We're not going to go out. Okay, there's actually, door. yep, there's a, like, when you come in the front door, directly down the hallway, it's a back door. Yeah, let's go down the back, out the back door. Which one did they go out, though? Do you know? We don't know, but we're going to go out the back door. Which one would it seem natural for them to go out? We'll go out the other. Probably the front. Yeah. All right, we'll run out the back door. Okay. I'm like, oh my God, where's the fire? I don't see no fire. Danny's standing outside the cafeteria laughing his head off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So far, they're going to have a false alarm fire, and the only person in the building other than them was Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they didn't see Jerry. Okay, he didn't run into the classroom. All right. I left the building quickly. I just didn't run out with Danny. I just left at the, in the. I, I took the most convenient route out of the building, the way anybody would, if somebody said the building was on fire. So I don't know where in the building I was, but I go out the nearest exit. Right. Well, so we all get out. Yep. Mission accomplished. This is the happiest Danny's been since the whole moment incident. <laughs> Danny, where? Danny, there was. I think that there was a fire. Danny just bursts out laughing. He's doubled over. Lucky we What's got. Fire's no laughing matter. Yeah, we we barely got out with our lives. Cooked. Like that's the distraction, you idiots, to get you out. Oh, oh you could have told us about it. <laughs> oh, we could well, have searched the room while we. Oh, old Jasper and I, and I put my hand on him. I say, we spent what seven hours in there. Well, what did you find out? Nothing. They just talked about the rock. Well, what did they say about it? That they were wondering where it came from and if they could find more of it. But, but I, seven I, hours I, that? I, well, found, I found some notes on his somebody, desk. Somebody spent three hours talking about how they were going to distract. <laughs> I got. I found some. I found some notes on his desk. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was. It was a meteorite, but it was extraterrestrial in origin. As right. a meteor. And, and that yeah. they found two pieces. Right. And and and, that, and, and they're writing letters to the, um, the, the, the the petroleum company about the pieces they found. 
and it was it was uh, uh, largemouth that uh, that funded for the folklore people and the and the people to go there the first time, probably because he has some idea of what this might be worth. Do you mean Learmouth, not Largemouth? Yeah, I call him Largemouth. Right. Okay. We call him Leary. Leary? Because he leers at everybody. Uh, so, so, the, so the road... I wonder how your, long ago it fell. I don't know, but it's all about the stupid rock. It's, uh, I was maybe, so hoping that... Wait, Tug, maybe it really is all about the rock. If it's... Um, if it's not of earthly origin, who knows what it, what it brought with it, or, or maybe what kind of... Uh, you know, you know you're, you're not a geology student, but, but meteorites have been hitting the earth for millions of years. That's how like, they found iron and stuff like that. It's, it's, meteorites are kind of common. I mean, there are some rare ones. This is obviously kind of a rare one, but they're just... This is all just so far. It's just minerals. Who is it? Do we? Do any of you else have geology? Yeah, Danny. Danny and Tug, could you do an idea roll, or if you actually have the geology skill, you could roll that. Oh. Yeah, I still don't have enough. Uh, uh, mental capacity, so I failed. Yeah, I okay. passed the idea rule, and it was just too above my geology. Okay. Um, so as, you, as you're kind of hearing this information being relayed to you, you remember where you guys found your rock? Was it in the mound? Right. Yeah, kind of near there. Would that be where you would find a meteorite? They did. No. No, not unless somebody built them out on top of where they found the meteorite. Well, it must have it must have fallen thousands of years ago, and they put it because it was a precious item in their mound, their burial mound. Maybe that would be kind of consistent uh, with mm. some of the stuff that they would do. It could have also, when it hit the ground, pieces of it could have scattered. Yeah, but I think it was in the mound. Was it not dug up? Yeah, it was uh, sort of. If I remember correctly, it was nearby. Uh, you no, know, you know what? We don't actually know that they're even talking about the same kind of rock that we have. Hang on, I'm just trying to remember. Well, it's properties. I don't think you found the rock at the mound. You found it at your original dig site. Didn't you? Okay. That was before Danny arrived. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we found when we first got there, we just started surveying the area. Yeah, so I think Rod dug it up. He found yeah. it. I'm pretty sure. Um, so the the whole point of that is that it was not in a crater. Right. Um, um, my guy would once again would just say that it may have shattered and, and exploded when it hit. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to make you. I'm not going to ask you to re-roll that, but what I'm trying to subtly hint at is that maybe they're lying. Say again, Jeff? Maybe they're lying. I mean, they've obviously got a piece of rock like this. Yes. Because they've been testing they it. They have seen it, but they've been testing it. Um, whether it was in 
Jasper said he saw a photograph of the crater or something like that. Whether whether it was in that crater or not, I don't know. But it oh. could be. This could be why there's so much weirdness at Cobb's Corner. And why? What if? You know, Professor seems kind of the same that he always did, and it's the others that seem weird. Maybe they're lying to him. But why draw his attention to the rock at all? Maybe they're trying to get use him to figure something out that they need to know. That would make sense. So that when their alien overlords get to the Earth, they'll know exactly who to go to. I don't know. Oh, man. Maybe. Well, it's the, it's the students that seem different, right? It's the students that have been weird with us. They're kind of denying anything happened. We know something happened. So maybe you're right. Maybe they're using the professor. There's a lot of stuff going on here that we don't understand yet. All right. You know, I, I, I sort of wonder, Jasper, about, you know what, uh, the, uh, uh, I don't know, some V word. Uh, in your pocket. Um, the very, very mysterious object in your pocket. Maybe we should take it somewhere else. I mean, we're, we're suspecting college students here are, are somehow compromised, but it's not the only place. In, in, I mean, we could drive an hour and a half to a different university and talk to a geology professor or... Guess what you got we could go four hours to Boston. Yeah. We could make it like well, I I mean, okay. I mean, I I guess so, but um, if if I if I see if I see any of their uh, their football team's banners, um, I'm ripping them down. I'm just telling you now. You know what we could do? We could talk to the professor privately. And ask him if he knows anything about what went on at Cobb's Corner. And if he doesn't, if none of the other students have said anything, then we could fill him in a little bit. Well, you took his class, didn't you, Danny? Yeah. So he knows you. Mm -hmm. He knows me too, but he thinks I'm an idiot. He really thinks that uh, a geology professor is going to credit... Oh, who cares about credit? I'm just thinking we could, we, could, we could suggest that the motives of the students aren't maybe what he thinks it is. Well, how would you suggest something like that? With a lot of ranting, maybe. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Uh, how I we... think we should take it somewhere else. Uh, you're right. The, the, nearest, uh, the nearest good university with uh, scientific equipment. You know, I, I, I don't know if, I don't know how we would find him, but there might be like a, a rock collecting club. Hmm? Might turn out that they know more about rocks in the region than anybody. That's a um, good idea. Danny, can you do an idea roll? And Tug, you can do it too. Okay. Oh, I got a really good two. Yeah, good pass as well. Uh, you know the professor that uh, that's like his specialty he's he's well known for uh, he's I, I believe the term is a metallurgist 
Um, or mineralogist, yeah. yeah. Metallurgist. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm happy to try and go and talk to him and say that we know that there's another stone out there. We might not say that we've got, them, got it in our possession. What do you think, guys? Is it worth it? Well, uh, I don't feel like he's going to be of any more help. I think we need to we need to find some way of getting more. But he's more like information. he's one of the top experts in this whole area. Well, I believe that. I, I only understood about twenty uh, percent of what he told me. Uh, I mean, I remember something about the most scale, the hardness, basic properties, but all the rest of it was. Uh, well, unintelligible. Well, maybe you will be able to make more sense of it. And if I'm, you can, I'm up for it. I'm up for going and having a chat with him. Well, while you do that, I'm gonna see. Uh, I'm gonna see uh, whether I can uh, interest uh, any of the archaeological professors, maybe in uh, organizing their own expedition. I really want to know what's inside that mound. All right, I'm going to fast forward. Um, that evening, uh, Danny, you make your way home, back to your dorm room, and uh, there's a piece of paper that's been slid under your, your door. Hmm. Check it out. And you open it, and it just says, just in uh, hand, normal handwriting, it just says, um, It says, Danny, there's something weird going on. You may, you may be in danger. Watch your back. And then it just signed off. It says, a friend. As if there's not enough mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then I'm going to fast forward again. Um, that evening, now this is this is later on now, this is like around about 10.45 at night. Uh, I'm going to say there's like a, what would you call it, a communal telephone in the dorm, like one telephone down at the end of the hallway that all the students can use. And uh, Jasper, you get a knock on your door, and uh, one of the mm -hmm. other students just knocks on your door and is like, Jasper, you have a phone call. Uh, what? A phone? Oh, um, okay. Um, I'll uh, struggle down to the, uh, the phone. Um, hello? Hello? The voice on the other line says, Jasper? Speaking? I need your help. Who, who, who is this? This is Rod. Rod, what's, what's, what, what's going on? What, um, what time is it? What's... It's late, and I'm sorry to do this to you, but I need you to meet me tonight. Can you do that? Well, well what's, what's going on? There's trouble, and I'm trying to stop it. Trouble? Um, what, what kind of trouble? It, it could be life or death. 
I need you to meet me at the old cemetery on Hangman's Hill. In the middle of the night? 11.15, come alone and hurry. And he hangs up the phone. Um, I'm, I'm going to look at my wristwatch. 10. You've got roughly a half an hour. Okay. Um, well, I'm damned if I am going on my own. Um, I'm, I'm, who is, who's, um, who, who of the others is, is uh, nearest to me geographically? Uh, Tug and Danny, I think, are in the same dorm room, dorm building. Uh, I think, Jerry, you're off campus. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to go and um, quietly knock them up, if you'll forgive the term. Um, okay. Um, just, just to be clear, this is my cliffhanger. So if this is, do you want to do, you want to do like last minute things or do you want to end it here? Yeah, let's end it here. Yes, let's end it here. Okay. So I brought the sleep from my eyes. I think oh, yeah. as Jasper's heading towards our rooms, um, Danny's standing outside of his room with the letter in his hand. Just kind of like, what? And I'll think of something funny to say when he knocks on my door, because I'm half asleep. Who's in the wardrobe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come out of the closet. <laughs> Our players included Mick Swan, George Sieg, uh, Ken Trench, and myself with Jeff Wilkins as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post. In post. I'm all along. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production. In order to create a richer listener experience, we provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and Call of Duty role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good game.